Are you ready? It's the Frozen Five. What's up, everybody? We're back here on the Frozen Five. It's a Frozen Four day, though. Unfortunately, we're missing the bow. He's at a layover in the Atlanta airport. According to Dolph, it's one of the shittiest ones out there. But uh, yeah, we're here. We've got Pove. We've got Joe, Dorf, and Dolph, and... Look, we're here to talk about the Chell these days, guys. It's another week out here, and dude, some teams are flying out there. Some obviously got the usuals, but then we've got some unusuals who, I mean, like you got the Philadelphia Flyers all of a sudden. I mean, they've been in contention all season, but I mean, they're they're pretty locked. Like they're they're keeping it steady, keeping up the pace with the Canes and the Rangers. I will say they're only four points out. That's that so, John Tortorella coaching for you right there. Yeah, old style, just old style torts for you. I mean, how we doing though, boys? Doing well, you know. How about yourself? We're, we're moving, walking, you know, watching the rags lose. But, you know, that's the only bad part. Yeah, we uh, we came out with the dub last night, uh, yesterday afternoon. We're going to get one tomorrow night um, against Seattle. Seattle just lost to Pittsburgh. They got shut out today. Three zip Tristan Jari, man, having a hell of a season. I think it, it's his third or fourth shutout. I think today, um, I believe third, but dude, he's having a great year. I mean, it's tough, man. They don't, they don't score that many goals. Um, obviously they're one of the veteran teams out there in the league. I think statistically one of the oldest, if not the oldest, um, but I think the caps might be the oldest, but, um, yeah, dude, they're they're hanging on and they're trying to get in that second wild card. Um, look, it, it's tough. I mean, that, you, know what, that Eastern... you know what they remind me of? They remind me of the Islanders from last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, them and the Caps are just the Islanders. They're the new Islanders. Um, like if they yeah. wanted to keep it a low scoring game, they'll keep it a low scoring game. But they, but if if they need to put in goals, like when they played Canucks, when they played the Canucks, they were down three nothing. I think at one point, uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, they were down three one at the end of the first, or yeah, three three one, and then all of a sudden you see them crawling back three two, and they score with thirty seconds left, and then they obviously lose in overtime. But this Pittsburgh team, I I said it since the beginning, they're gonna be a scary team in the playoffs. Yeah, they know how to score, they know how to play defense. They they they, they block a lot of shots. They do not let up shots. Like when they played, they played Seattle night. They only let up twenty two shots on Jari today, and they had thirty two. They they yeah. have. Oh, they have been putting it together, and I, I commend them for it. Look, I mean, you know, they're they're one of those teams that just kind of, you know, you got, got like a lot of vets on the team, so they're going to be able to just scratch out wins. They know what it takes to win in that locker room, obviously. I mean, those guys have won cups. Um, you know, obviously Sid is looking for one more um run at this thing you know i mean i don't know if he's gonna get it it's gonna be tough but you know i mean i will say that first line with him ricard raquel now um and and gensel they're they're playing some solid hockey in the second line of gino rusty and uh chatham boy drew o'connor um they're playing well too but that bottom six is pretty tough to look at um you know and obviously eric carlson finding his form but Look, if, you know, Jari, if he keeps playing like this, the, the Pens are going to be a team to look out for, and I think they could definitely make a run and, and clinch that second or first wild card. I'm looking at uh just the standings right now, and the Central, holy, what a tight race you got in the Central. 
Dude, yeah, it's dude. a fucking tight race everywhere. It's just like, I mean, it's just there really aren't like you don't really see just god awful teams anymore, except San Jose and I guess like the Ducks, but and, and Chicago, of course. Bad. But really, other than that, all the other teams, they're they've got good rosters, but they're just they, they you know, obviously it's just so hard to win in this league because they're just such dominant teams. Look at Winnipeg getting it done. They won one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six. Six in a row, they finally lost the Flyers, 2 nothing. Like, they keep – they're winning 2-1, 5-0, 6-2, 3-1. They are playing playoff-style hockey, and I did not – I expected the Jets to be well. I expected them to do what they did last year. But I didn't expect this. 60 points, 28 wins – or, yeah, 28 wins, 10 losses. They, they are just playing, like, real hockey, like a gritty. They're letting Connor Hellebuck save pucks. They're not trying to overdo anything. And Kyle Connor's been hurt for the last, like, 10 games. And yeah. They're just playing – a big boy style of hockey. Shout out Gabriel Velarde, killing it on that first line with Ehlers and Scheife. Um, but I have a question for Noah. Noah, who who is the biggest surprise to you right now in the NHL? In terms of what? Surprise, like you know, just breakout team or just having a good stretch right now. Or keeping I mean, I it feel real. Like, I feel like with Vancouver, it's always been like a matter yeah. of time between these guys put it together. Elias Pedersen finally finding his stride. Brock Besser putting it all together. Um, all together, Winnipeg, though. I mean, I don't think anyone saw this coming. I don't think anyone saw them being this good. I mean, Detroit is kind of like where you'd expect them to be, you know, in a sense, because you knew that they were getting better. They were on that. They were on the cusp of being that playoff team last year. And I think that's what I think one of the bigger surprises, too, is how much Buffalo struggled this year with how good they were last year. I thought everyone thought this is going to be year, the year that they take that giant step forward. And it kind of just seems like they've taken steps back. Granted, there's a lot of injury right now going on, but you know, I was at the game when they played the devils a couple weeks ago and they had 11 shots all game. That can't happen in the NHL. You're not going to win games like that. Granted, they still had two goals, but they're not getting a lot of production from their top end. You know, Tage Thompson is really starting to light it up a little bit more and he's starting to be settled into a little bit more of what he was last year. Um, but I definitely think that they've had a lot of struggle this year and they've had too many ups and downs. Doesn't look like they're going to be a playoff team if they continue this, but Hey, you never know. St. Louis was in a similar spot when they won the cup. You're Brandon, telling me he, Buffalo put up 11 shots against that God awful devil's defense. Yeah. 11 shots. They put up through like, yeah. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> oh my um and that might have was that when uh tage was hurt though could have been yeah, yeah tage tage was hurt um still during that time but it yeah. was still they the devils looks were all over him from the jump mm. yeah, yeah i mean look you know I, we all know the devs are like you know they they may be outside the playoff spot just still but i mean it's just a matter of time they've got some games in hand i mean obviously Jack Hughes being out is not helping the case at all. Um, but look, they're 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 a solid team. We all know that. Their their goaltending might be shit. Their defense might be shit, but that they could put the puck in the net. They know how to do it. They could score six goals a night if they wanted to. Um, but look, they're gonna probably get that third spot in the metro. But uh, we uh, let's let's start getting into some of these top teams in the league right now. Um, so sitting at number ten in the league, we have there they are the Flyers. I mean, look, 
I I must say, I did not think they were going to hold on this long. I, I, I'll say I was wrong. <laughs> call me, call me a liar. Call me whatever you want. I, I did not see this coming. Will they keep it together the rest of the year? I still don't believe they will. But look, the fact they've done it at past the halfway mark is is pretty remarkable. I mean, their team like <clears throat> looking at their team. Yes, I know you're gonna say Bobby Brink. I know it. No, this team's kind of nice. Style. Not nice, but like they're like a they're they're the John Tortorella style hockey. Yeah. Travis Konechny, Garner Hathaway. Oh, and Tippett. He's been he's been flying up and down the ice. This guy's against he is he's been playing a lot of hockey. Carter Hart is, you know, he's been playing on his head this year. It's it it's honestly looks like the 2010, 2011 Rangers roster. It really does to me. I was actually just about to say it looks like Tortorella's Ranger Ranger team when yeah. you know they're not blowing teams out. They rely yeah. a little bit heavily on goaltending and their defensive structure, which is yep. they have one of the best defensive structures in the league. They block shots. You know, they're getting point production though, if you look through it from over, over ten different players on their entire team, more actually. You know, they have over they have around thirteen players, fourteen players with over with double digits and points you know Travis Konechny leading the charge here he's obviously a top end guy they have very talented player Owen Tippett's really coming into his own Travis Sandheim's having a really strong season um Sean Couture a little bit on the back end of his career right now um but definitely still can show that he can produce at a high level there these aren't guys like the Rangers that the Rangers have or the Colorado has where they're putting on you know 60 to 50 or 40 goal scorers right now. I mean, Travis connecting you being up there, but they have production throughout the line and they play so strong defensively in that defensive structure that I think it really benefits them where they can win games two to one, three to two, one, nothing. And they have the goaltending right now in part. He's finally playing like yeah. that goal that everyone thought he was going to be. Yeah. And then they just, they just, one sec, Dolph. They they just um you know obviously added Jamie Drysdale on the back end, who I think is a great fit, young, um, hungry defenseman who was on a shit Anaheim team. But look, he's got some some star power in him. We know um you know he's got that offensive threat to um being a D man. So um look, I mean they've got some talent, but I just I don't know. What were you gonna say, Dolph? They they've all bought into the John Tortorella style of hockey. They yeah, they don't. They're getting it for. He's telling you you're gonna block a shot. You are going to block a shot. They you want to you want to get on this ice. If you play defense, you are getting on this damn ice. If they make the playoffs, coach of the year, Tortorella, lock it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean and then I mean, you also I mean, got ask, a guy like Cam Atkinson too. You know, mm, Rick Tockett could be up there. That's fair. But I mean, like, I mean, I thought this Flyers team was was bottom ten for sure. I would say I would say Rick Tockett would be up yeah. there because he came in so late last year, but because of the drastic turnaround Vancouver had from not even making to the not even making the playoffs to now being the number one team in the NHL right now, I think that's the most dramatic three sixty out of every team. But I will say. I don't I don't see a world where Tortorella can't be considered right there with him. So I do agree with you, Joe. Sure. I just think the, Rick Tockett is, the, is the gonna be the guy. Probably be finalists for sure. Yeah. If it goes like this. But. I hate to do this and break um the script here, but I, I just have to bring up 
why the Toronto Maple Leafs can't win a fucking game I don't, or just can't let in less than four goals a night. I don't understand. Yes, their goaltending is an issue, obviously. But when you have that much talent, I, I just don't quite understand what the issue is. I think – is it coach? Like I, I, I don't know what – I don't want to chime in on this one because it is it is definitely coaching. Because I was watching them play Detroit. What was it last night? Oh my god! When they were up two nothing, they didn't even they didn't even look like they were trying to score another goal. I they, think you got to fire Sheldon. I do. Like they, I think they, you got to. I think you got to. They've won. Them. They've won half their games. That like but, that with that team. Forty one games. Just, they're 21, 12, and eight. That is 21, terrible. 20. I mean, big guy, do you think you got to just pull the trigger on Sheldon Keefe? I mean, they're still in a playoff spot. They're, they have 50 points right now. They're, you know, where are they in their conference? Um, or where are they in their division right now? They're third. They're third, they're third, they're third in their division. Seven I, like, I, you just – you can't say you just fire – you fire their head coach like this. It's not – you know their offense isn't an issue. Like the you're, it's just not their issue. They have no, so many defense. weapons. Defense. Exactly. Yeah. They, it's that's not a coaching issue. That's a management issue. You know you're paying these guys eleven million, twelve million, thirteen million dollars to load up your front end. Then you have no room for your back end, where your best defenseman is Morgan Riley, and he's the most offensive defenseman outside of like McCarr that I've ever seen, and. There's just no depth back there. And then you have goaltending that's struggling, so you can't buy a save right now. So it's not really – you can put as many defensive structures and systems as you want, but there's going to be a lot of breakdown when you don't have solid defensemen, when you don't have depth defensemen. Look at the Rangers. Like, they have depth on the back end. Granted, their de- their back end's been really poor lately, but – when you look at, you know, where they started in the beginning of the season, when you have all those guys going at all, like on all four cylinders, and you really have them buy into their systems, it's one of the best defensive structures in the game. Yeah. Where no, is, but, uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to chime in on this. I, I, yeah, go for watching it. Toronto, they, once they score one or two goals, they don't even try to score again. They, I, I, I was watching this yesterday. I go, what am I looking at? Why are they, why are you playing defense against a Detroit team that can, that can put up four goals in a second? They, 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 they were trying, they were trying to like this dump and chase. I'm like, okay, we're not in the 2010s anymore. You got Willie Nealander, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. They can carry the puck into the zone. What is going on with them? I, I, I'm watching this, and all of a sudden, Kane gets hurt, and you're letting up three goals straight? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're just, just a complete meltdown choke. and They collapsed. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean let's and, also not forget signing fucking I mean, John Klimberg to the all-time botch. Like they botched that so bad. That well, uh, uh, I mean, they got fucked. He got basically looks like it could be a career-ending injury. I mean, like, no, but he was not playing well. No, he wasn't. He was, but he's been dealing with injuries the last few years. He's had one point. He has the same amount of points as Reeves this year. Yeah, sorry, he's like three points. But he's been playing injured, and he just hasn't been the same player over the last five years. I mean, he shout out Ryan Reeves one point. (laughs) What were you gonna say, Joe? No, you you said earlier that it's just a complete collapse. Like, I don't know how you could say that when it's just halfway through the season and they're and they're third in the division. Yeah, I, I'm aware. No, that... no, no. I said like yesterday's game was a complete collapse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, 
I wouldn't be too worried about them right now. Like, like, like they've probably played the worst hockey possible for them, and they're still a top. They're still third in their division. Like, I think I don't think they can really get any worse than this. Like, I I think I think they're. Uh, it's not that they get worse; it's they make it harder on themselves, and they're gonna end up in a worse position for the playoff because, like, I don't care that you that you're up two goals. Anybody can score in the NHL nowadays. You gotta keep. You gotta push the pressure. Like, what is? I I swear to God, watching them play is so frustrating. Watching John Tavares get on the ice is the is the most frustrating thing I think I've ever seen. He, he's been struggling. He's been struggling. He's had the last four games. I think he's had the average of three minutes in the third period. Of ice time. That is horrible. Like he's been, no faith yeah. he's gotta get on the ice. He's well, been we've struggling. Been, we've been discussing the last few uh episodes about what the Leafs are gonna do with Willie and everything. Well, they they signed him. Noah, what are your thoughts? There's gonna I think Tavares is gonna have to sign a team friendly deal if he wants to stay. I think that they're because the way their cap structure is, um, it doesn't kick in until next year. So they have it. They they still have these big, the big four throughout yeah. playoffs and everything because uh, none yeah. of this sets in until next year. But there's going to be have to, there's going to have to be movements here. Um, they're going to have to talk. I don't know where they're really gonna find the cap space because I think Tavares still has one more year on his contract, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Right. So they'll probably try next, and ship him or something. The, he'll have to try and sign a team friendly deal because yeah. this like, or else nobody's going to take on that contract for Tavares. At yeah. least you're just going to be fucked. So think- it's either they're going to have to, the Leafs are going to have to make a move a piece over the summer. They're fine for this year. But I think this is the last year that we could possibly see the big four unless um, they're able to get Johnny T down to a – like, I'm not good with contracts, so I'm not sure, like, how exactly it's going to work um, and how they're going to keep it off on the books here because you are you have four players that take up over – that take up almost 49% of your cap space. I think it's 54. Over 54%. 54% of their cap yeah, space. Yeah, four so, players. Four players take up over fifty-four percent of their cap space. That's insane. Like you That's can't, insane. yeah, you can't have that. They're they're pretty much saying this is it. They they, they have to do it this year. They're else, they're, yeah. they're they're going all in. Yeah, they're going, going all in. in. They put everything on the table. So that being said, I mean you're the you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is what you have in front of you: the Florida Panthers. That's who you're going to be facing most likely. Um, you know they what? fucked you over. Um, last season. Um, I mean, look, you got to combat them this year. If you, that's that's what is right in front of them, staring them smack down in the dick. That's what they got to face. But um, sorry, we got a little sidetracked there. We got who we got next. We've got Carolina, dude. Who else has been playing hot? I mean, they're. I mean, look, this is a team where we knew everybody. We all knew. That like it was a matter of time before they started to pick it up. Um, I mean, once you know they got on that run and then they smacked the shit out of the Rangers six to one. I mean, we knew the Canes were back. Um, they just playing that Brendan Moore defensive lockdown style, and then obviously you got so many weapons in the top six with Aho, Svechnikov, Taravainen, 
Natchez and Jarvis. Um, I mean, look, they've they're they're flying all over the place, those guys. So I'm not surprised one bit. I think they're gonna really push the Rangers for that first place spot in the Metro. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, they've been playing some good hockey lately. They the only problem is is goaltending for them. I just think they you gotta get rid of uh Ranta and uh who the hell did in Kochekov? Like did, I, I I don't care what Kochekov's numbers are this year. He they've been blocking they they've always had great defense and blocking a lot of shots. Yeah. And watching Kochekov play in the last few years, he's gotten better. But I don't you see him in the playoffs, I think they're just gonna absolutely get get trounced on in the playoffs. Really? I think I just don't think Kochekov. I mean, does. hopefully Freddie could come back, maybe. Yeah, but you're gonna get like they just don't have that that when they let up chances, they let up bad chances when they do. Like a lot of middle of the open ice, like one timers. They they I think they're gonna be good, they're gonna make a push. But it's gonna be their offense is gonna be a lot better than their defense, and then that's when they're gonna make the mistake, and then they're gonna you know, like what position they're gonna be in. Like last year, they yeah. played a, they played more of a defensive style hockey. This year, they're playing this. All right, we're just gonna put the puck in the net, and I don't care what's gonna happen after this. So I I don't know how I feel about this team. Like they all they right. just remind me of like they're just another Winnipeg on the East. I agree, but um, all right, so we'll keep that in mind. Seems, seems like Carolina is kind of up in the air for us right now. But uh, at number eight, we got Vegas. I, I'm going to let Joe take the reins on this one because he's kind of a Vegas guy. Listen, they're they're not playing as good as I thought they would be at this point, but I still think they're a phenomenal team. I think they're the most well-structured team in the league. I mean, you saw it last year winning the Cup. I mean, I, st- I I still believe that they have a chance at winning the President's Trophy this year. I think they can still get on a run. I mean, I, I really do. Wow. They're just the way they They're going to need Aiden Hill to come back. They want that. <laughs> I, yeah, that's a big help for them. He's, he's, he's phenomenal this year, especially. But, I mean, Jack Eichel doing what he normally does. Mark Stone, hat trick today. Um, you know, they, they have weapons – Really all over. They're you know, in uh Petrangelo, Theodore. I mean, all four that's the thing with them. They have solid all they're throughout. Just solid. I mean, I mean they they really remind me of, of the twenty fifteen Rangers, but they did it. Just but they did it, yes. Yes, they did. Correct. I mean, but the thing is the thing with the difference with that team was they had a superstar but uh and Jack Eichel, the Rangers did not have a superstar. They had Solid stars and yeah, they had no superstar. Nash and the and the Rangers. Nash super... fucking did nothing for me. Well, you know, you know, one seat, one season. The in Rangers, the, the Rangers superstar was their goalie, and and yeah, him. but okay. they never had, they didn't have a skater that was a superstar. That was the difference. But very very similar, just great defensively, well rounded, knew what they're doing, know how to get it done, and that's why I picked them last year, and, and they did. I, so I, you I, still think Vegas could make? Definitely make a run in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I, I think they will make it to the conference finals. I do. I, I mean, I yeah. I mean, I think they are a playoff team. So uh, that means play- only Avs or Dallas will make it to the conference finals because I don't see anyone. I mean, Correct. I thought I personally think it's going to be Avs Dallas in in the conference finals. I think it will but... be. I think it will be Avs. 
Avs Vegas. That's that's what I've predicted. And all this hate towards Dallas. We're moving to Dallas now. They're number seven anyway. I mean, all this hate to Dallas. Before we move on, I just want to say, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. I know. We I, know. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I mean, we saw yesterday in the NFL with Green Bay and Dallas. That was awesome as a Giants fan, but just, you know, momentum. It's really all about momentum. And and uh, Packers had it for right from the start, but we'll, we'll continue with hockey. We're done. Um, big guy, I mean, you don't – like, what do you think of Dallas? I mean, I think they're stacked – I think they are a, another team, just solid four lines just throughout the lineup. I mean, my fault. What? No, keep going. You're good. I, um, I mean, Dallas is like the same team that they've been for the past like two years. Yeah, it's the same. There's not much to say here. Like they have studs. They added Matthew Shane, which is obviously a huge weapon. He's got four, like almost forty points now. Um, best acquisition and for. I mean, look, you they got. You have five guys, or yeah, you have five guys right now, or actually six, that have over 30 points in the team. When you're getting that kind of production from, you know, tops from your top six, like there's not much else you can say. They're they're a great team. They're a really, really good team. You never know. Um, you just don't know where the where they're gonna lie in the playoffs because they just don't have that experience outside of like Tyler Sagan and Joe Pavelski, which, you know, it's enough, but like Jamie Ben, I don't know. I'm curious to see Jamie Ben. I'm curious to see how Robertson's going to play in the playoffs this year and see if he can find some more consistency. I think that's one of their biggest things. Um, I thought Rope Hints was awesome last year in the playoffs. Same with Miro Heiskanen. Um, but I'm very curious to see where Robertson play, how he plays in the playoffs. Cause I think that's a huge sign for them. And then, you know, you look at their back end, their goaltending, you know, Ottinger's a great goalie. He, like, Otter. he can steal some games. I actually thought earlier in the season when they played the Rangers, you know, I thought he stole that game for the Rangers. You know, he made some really, really key saves that just never allowed the Rangers to really get any momentum into it. And then you saw Dallas went out and they buried their chances here. So that's a goalie that, and he did it last year too in the playoffs. Like he can steal a game. He can steal a series for you as well. So I think they have the depth on both the back end and the front end. I'm just curious to see, you know, are we going to see this production from their top guys in the playoffs when it matters? Cause we kind of saw the inconsistency here and there last year. So that's where I'm curious to see, but overall there's, there's not much to say. Like I think Dallas is right where I expected them to be all season I think that they, you know, are obviously, you know, a very good team and they can really do some damage and make a run here. Yeah, I know. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I look, they're a team that's just solid up and down the lineup, you know, and obviously when you got a goalie like that, it just makes it so much better. Um, you know, like Noah said, they don't have the best playoff experience. However, Adding Matt Duchesne, like he said, is going is a big help, and he has played beautifully all season and done exactly what they wanted him to do. Um, making these guys on that second line, like Tyler Sagan, who's struggled the last couple of years, last 
five years, honestly, um, you know, so much better. And like a guy like Mason Marchman, who was barely like a fringe NHL guy a few years ago, now is almost point per game player. So look, you know, they that's a big help for them. But you know, I think they're they're another team that could definitely make a run. Um, and now we go to the Rangers at number six. Um, obviously we're a little disappointed as of late, but it that's hockey. It's momentum shifts, changes throughout the season. It's just you're gonna have these slumps, you know, and defense, as we mentioned prior, has been really poor as of late. You know, better game yesterday, but I think really, you know, they gotta they just got to just really they needed to win one game, I think. And then like that, where they, you know, it was a close game and they just kept it together and held on the end. You know, I, I was I was glad that they won a close game and not blow them out by because I feel like they have not won a close game in a while. Like lately, they've been had they won games, just been five, one, four, one, six, two, five, three, whatever, just scoring a lot of goals. But I'm glad they it was a low scoring 2-1 game that they blew on Saturday and then they yeah. kept it together on Sunday which showed like because that's a playoff style hockey and and I feel that that's very important for them to to get done instead of just scoring enough goals and not and not having to close it out towards the last final seconds. I am the uh, opposite on this. I think <laughs> even though you're up goal say you're up 2 going into the third or you're up 2 going into the second I'm just watching these teams play and they just all they just disappear in the second period. The team that was winning, they, they just disappear. Like, I don't like you can't just play defense the whole time because you're going to give up chances and then they're going to score goals. Like, I was what I, again bringing up the Leafs game. Like, they go back and they're just turning the puck over in their own. Zone. They're not even trying to score. Like, there's no but there's no effort. And that's what I think is wrong. And nowadays, that's why uh, you see a lot of comebacks from teams. And that's again, that's why they lost to Washington. They just let you just let them back in the game by not going on the offensive. Listen, like I'm not I'm not mad that they like I mean, I'm not mad that they didn't score. Like, I mean, I wish they'd scored more goals, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you know, Matt and I were at the game and Noah as well. Like when it was two one, like I was just waiting for them to give up the second goal and make this and then lose in overtime. Like I just felt like it was just gonna happen. I mean like Noah but, won't say it, but he knows he was thinking but, it. But they but they <laughs> but they didn't give it up. They kept it together and, and they stuck with it. They didn't look too great in doing it. They kind of got lucky on some few chances. I mean, Charlie Lingren played great. They should have scored like five goals. But I mean, I, I was just waiting for them to give up a goal. And, and but they didn't. So that that's what I was just happy about. I just want to say a couple things on the game and then also this slide as well. Go into the game first. Yes, I agree that I think I agree with both you and Dolph Joe. I think that it's I think they should have had at least one or two more goals for a little bit of security at the end, I would say. I would like that, but I agree that it's a good close game. And I also think it's really important for Igor to win a close game like that, where yep. they had a lot of possession time. They did what they needed to do. I thought they played very well in front of him defensively and allowed him to make the necessary saves he needed to make because he did have a few key saves in that game that could have been goals or goal op and goal opportunities as well. Going off of that, I do think that there was there there are chances that they should have been buried. 
but it was nice to see overall, you know, that second period was definitely a little more, a little bit more of a sleepy period, but I think it was nice to see overall a very structured defensive game, which we haven't seen from them in a while where they give up a lot of too many high dangerous scoring chances as well as, you know, on the rush chances. And I didn't feel like Washington had that as much. Then again, Washington is a slower team. So it's a little bit easier for them to play that structure versus some of these quicker teams like a Vancouver where you saw they kind of get away from their game a little bit on the defensive side of the puck. That being said, going into a little bit more of just a little bit about, oh, and also on that game, Capo Caco, very good first game back. I thought he was a very noticeable player. And I thought he protected the puck, got right back to his game, had some scoring chances. Would have liked to see him bury that one that Lafie yeah, passed to him. That was also, nice Lafreniere looks incredible right now. He looks so good. Even in the skid, he's played with so much confidence. I think he's been one of their top players outside of like Trocek and Panarin. Going yeah, into a little I mean, bit that, more that's of That's really kid. just the one line. That's really that's all, the whole team right now. Unfortunately, it's they, they have one line. Well, I let, me personally, the, let me get into this skid right now. Really quick. Well, no, I just wanted to say, I think they should mix no, up. No, I know. Going into the skid a little bit, I think this is one of the better things that could happen for them is I would like to see them go through this slide now, not right as they're going into playoffs, fix up what they need to fix especially going into the all-star break. I think that they'll have some time to regroup, refresh a little bit, and then they can come back out of it. But I think that it's good. You know, you're getting Kako back now, who definitely adds an element to the game um, in terms of possession-wise, as well as I think that there's a lot of, you know, positives to come out of a slit. this slide. You can see where they need to tighten up, obviously, more on the defensive side of the puck because they're still out shooting teams. And I think Igor needs to wake up a little bit. And I thought he needs to find his consistency and find how to play like how he played against Washington all season where he's coming up with those big saves and, you know, maybe one gets by him, but that's it. And I think the team needs to play the way that they played in front of him in Wash- against Washington um, throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, I just think they need to – I think they just need to switch up the lines or something because if you look at the stats, I mean, it's really, really bad. Um, uh, the only g- offense they generate is just when that one line is on, you know? But look, obviously we're not in the, on the coaching staff, unfortunately, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they make some slight moves. Up and down the lines. They tried, obviously, putting Will Cooley there. Didn't really do anything. I, I don't know. Maybe you take Kreider off with Mika. I know they love to play together, and I always loved watching them play together. But Kreider's not going to lie. Kreider just kind of looked, you know, a little behind speed. Um, Just not up to speed with, with everyone else as of late. And he has he's kind of been lost a little bit, I'd say. Um. So maybe maybe you test something out, but look, you know we'll see what happens. They're they'll they're fine in their own way. They'll be fine. So, um, yeah. But now we move on to Florida, sitting at five. Obviously, you know they got hot, um, got on that nine game heater, and then just lost it to the Devils, and then lost in overtime to the Ducks. Look, they're a team, another team. You know, they've got a lot of talent up in the top six. 
But then their bottom six is not great. But the biggest thing, Paul Maurice, I mean, I think he is one of the best coaches in the NHL. I've always said it. Very, very smart guy. Um, they did make some changes in their defense, which has helped. That was the biggest thing for them. The past few years that killed them was their defense was atrocious. You know, they won the president's trophy. They scored a gazillion goals a couple of years ago, but they just couldn't stop the pucks. Now Bobrovsky is playing better because the defense is better. So look, you know, they're a team that obviously is going to be up there. They're, they would, will they make a run again? I don't know. They got hot at the right time last year. They should have been exited out in the first round. Um, you know, they shouldn't have gotten out of that Boston series alive. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, big guy, what do you think? Just the Panthers play in general. Yeah, I mean, what do you think for them this the rest of the year? I mean, I think they're definitely on an uphill trend right now. I think Kachuk is kind of catching fire at the right time right now, too, on the back end of the season, on the back half of the season here. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's not much to say again. They're kind of like Dallas. They're more of like, this is where I expect them to be almost a top 10 team. Um, you know, they had a little bit of a slower start. I think, you know, some of their top guys too um, definitely had a little bit of a slower start here, but you know, they are really picking it up. They're climbing their way up the ladder right now. I think they're in a very good position. You know, they're really getting a lot of production from their top end guys. Sam and like you, met, like you, like you said, like you said, though, um, they don't have a ton of depth, um, you know, in their bottom six and they're probably their bottom three as well on defense. But at the same time, I think that, you know, they're so top heavy with those, with those big guys, like, you know, you got Reinhardt, Barkov, Verhage, Kachuk, um, you know, even Rodriguez has been a really huge help also. And then you got Oliver Ekman Larson on the back end, you know, don't forget about Sam Bennett, um, you know, kind of funny. Um, Mikkel is one of their top scorers. Um, yeah, he's playing but well. Still, he's playing really well. And I thought he was a good player on the Rangers. I just he was. I like maybe one, nice big one guy. too many penalties. Um, but I think that you know, their, their top six are really, you know, they got four guys over 40 points as well. So, you know, you're obviously getting a lot of production, like I mentioned, um, from some of those top guys. And that's what they need. If they can stay healthy, I think they can be a really dangerous team again in the playoffs. Do I think they're going to make a cup run again? Who knows? Again, like I said, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. You know, you never know how Bob's going to play, too. That's always a big question mark. But they definitely have the tools to do it. They definitely have the tools to, you know, go a couple of rounds in the playoffs here. I think the East is so tight right now. Um, and I just think the NHL in general is so tight right now. I think this has been one of the more exciting seasons for sure. You know, the first place has really sw um, has swapped a lot. So I think there's a lot of opportunity here for them to still make a big push. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um, now, is this is the team sitting at four who just lost to the Montreal Canadiens. They just blew the game. The Colorado Avalanche, man. This is Noah's team. But I just want to say, look, you know, I know you guys, how you feel about Georgiev. I mean, look, yeah, obviously he's – is he a top five goalie in the league? No. He's a middle-of-the-pack goalie in the league. But he can be very good, and he can win them a cup. I know he can. Um, you know, especially with the weapons that they have. And the rumor has it, Noah, that – uh 
your doppelganger will be back come playoff time. Just skating I saw the other day. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not much, again, like Colorado, just one of those teams, Nathan McKinnon, obviously making a heart, um, you know, a heart trophy candidate right here. Had an eight-point streak. You know, the kids are just on fire right now. I mean, Colorado, I feel like they're just a, a team. They've always been at the top. Um, for the past couple of years, obviously, you know, winning the cup recently as well. They're just, they just do all those things. Right. But they have so many skilled guys from Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen. You don't like Van Shushkin, but the guy can play hockey. He's got 42 yeah. points in the NHL. He's definitely up there as an elite player right now. Number eight. Um, <laughs> Devontae's Ross Colton's a huge pickup. You know, he's got cup experience, obviously. Um, you know, just going off the heart trophy really quickly, though, I will say just one thing. Nobody talks about Nikita Kucherov and the guy's just lighting up the NHL right now. Like nobody's business. But I, I was going to say number eight. You, you forgot Looked about like Dolph was about to say something on that, too. We can't hear you here, Dolphy. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're on mute. My fault. No, uh, nobody says a single word about Braden Point. Nobody uh, going off of what Noah says about uh, uh, Kucherov, but Braden Point, one of the fastest skaters in the NHL. This guy is just lighting it up as usual, and I think he might get traded. They might trade him at the deadline. They might ship it, but then again, like the Hart Trophy winners, like you, you got a lot of people going for the Hart at this point. Dude, they might still be trying to make. I mean, they're they're in a playoff spot right now. They may not be selling yet, just yet. They he put up fifty goals last year. No one said a word. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, no one no one even realized. It was just I'm, like oh, like Ovi puts up fifty a year, like everyone like everyone knows, like because that's just expected. But like he put up fifty and like. But I I, I just didn't get to say my what I had to say. I mean Noah, you forgot about number eight in that Colorado lineup. Yeah, McCarr. Yeah, you got to Yeah, what do, what do you want me to say right now? Right now, if you if you were to tell me who's the Norris Trophy winner, it's Quinn Hughes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I want to just say, I don't know how nobody talks about Nikita Kucherov right now. Seventy two points in forty three games, leading the NHL. Thank you. I don't know how nobody talks about that, dude. I mean, look. He always was like that. I mean, he always had this. He he's done it before. I know he's done it before, but I'm what I'm saying is that like nobody's talking about it this year. So, but yeah, I mean, Kellen Carr obviously he's up there, like just one of the one of the big dogs in the league, and obviously on that team, you know, when you have probably two of the top five players in the NHL on the same team, I mean, it's hard to not be great. <laughs> Well, but then you also have like Devon Taves and like you got some of these depth guys, Ross Colton's, you know, Samuel I think Gerard. The, biggest, the biggest, yeah. And the, the, I think their biggest thing is that they missed um, Nazem Kadri. And I think they thought, um, you know, Johansson would come in and fill that position. Obviously, maybe hasn't done it to the level that Kadri does, but I think it's serviceable still. Hey, man, Jonathan Druin has been playing his part, man, sticking in on that top line while um, Lekkinen's out. He's doing a great job. But um, anyways, on to Winnipeg, um, dude, oh the peg, 
This is this is the Bose team. I wish he were here right now, but I mean, look, they're I'm doing it over. without Kyle Connor and Shifley. Shifley's injured too right now. Yeah, I'm taking over for this team. Like I'm taking over this segment. This team is beast mode. <laughs> this team goes crazy. I, I'm just looking at this team. Like it, it's it's pretty much the same team from last year with a, a new added pieces like Alex Afala. Without Blake Wheeler. Without Blake Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Afala. Uh, Flipping right. burgers. And uh, yeah, no, this team's going crazy. Cole Perfetti, keep this kid's name in everyone's mouth. This guy, 14 goals, 15 assists, 30 points, 22 years old. I This guy has been going crazy. Like, he has just been playing some great hockey lately. Like they are going to contribute. Like everyone's contributing on this team. Like it's, it's not a lopsided, not a lopsided Jets team like it was last year. Like how Mark Scheifele almost had 50 goals last year. Like this team, they're playing all four lines and they're playing them all great. Like they're playing a team, they're playing team hockey. Like they're not, they're not that regular season like Winnipeg team you see from last year. And same with Vancouver. I I, I list Vancouver as a uh, uh, what's it called a regular season team because they are only playing the top two lines that are scoring for them. Every every line is scoring for this Winnipeg team, and goddamn in that, oh my gosh, what's his name? Connor Hellebuck. He is standing on his head. Well, I, I think he's my he's my Vesna Trophy winner right now. And I, I think they're gonna easily, not even close. Well, people are arguing Charlie Lindgren, but I I don't know. <laughs> again, if he was on a real team, again, if Charlie yeah. Lindgren was on a real team, they would they would be a lot better at what they are. But I'm telling you, this Winnipeg team can stir some pots going into the playoffs. They 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 are looking like a complete team. Hundred percent. This was not what I was expecting out of them. I was expecting a little bit of a drop-off because, you know, it's Winnipeg. Same exact thing happens every year. They go crazy, and then they suck. But this No, they're keeping it real. They've kept it together. I'm very very impressed. Um, You know, I'm very curious to see how much better they just get once uh, Kyle Connor and Shifley return. So, but um, the Bruins, again, I I just like – they just don't – this team just doesn't stop. I mean, it's the defense, man. It's the fucking defense. Um, and then, obviously, goaltending <laughs> helps as well. But it's like if you watch – just like if you take a look at their defense as a whole, just look at all the players. They just shut you down. They shut you down, man. They, but I will say this. They are one top six forward away from scoring no goals. Like, if David Pasternak goes down, their season could be over. That's like, why I don't think they're going to be well in the playoffs. Like, they just don't I, – I don't care that the, the playoff style is a little different. The goaltending uh, – I mean, goal scoring has been up since last year. I think the average save percentage for a goalie was – like, a starting goalie was was 9-10 or 9-20 save percentage-wise. Now the average is 9-0-5. And the best yeah. one right now, I think, is Connor Halibut. So, and I think he's averaging, like, a 9-20 around. But I think I, I don't. They just don't have the scoring for the playoffs. I don't care. Who, like, I don't care who they are. I don't care what their goal thing is. They're, if they let up forty shots, say they let up forty shots in four games, they're gonna drop two of them. You have to. There yeah. is no way you're not dropping two of them. And it, I mean, it's, it's gonna be a dogfight for them. Big guy, do you expect them to like make? Could do you see them making a run in the playoffs? I guess is what I'm asking. I'm gonna say what I say every time you ask me about if they're gonna make a run in the playoffs. It's the NHL playoffs. It's the most unpredictable playoffs. We'll see. They have the, some of the most experience out of any team in the league as well um, in terms of 
who they have, who've played in playoffs, who've won cups as well. I think they have some of the most experience. I said it once. I've, heard, I've said it multiple times, actually, now. Charlie McAvoy might be the best two-way defenseman in the NHL, and nobody gives him props. Yeah, two-way. He's amazing two-way hockey he's, player for he's sure. He's the best. He's probably the best 200-foot defenseman in the NHL. He can play on both sides of the puck just as well. McCarr is obviously more offensively talented. Same with Quinn Hughes. Same with Fox. I think they're more offensively talented. But Charlie Coyle takes the body. He blocks shots. He knows how to get sticks in the lane. He gets stick on puck. And he knows how to finish and put points on the board as well when you need it. And he shows up every time in the playoffs as well. He's always a noticeable player on the ice. So that's all I have to say about the Bees. Pasta's obviously doing his thing. They're still a really good hockey team. Yeah. No, well said. Did you want to say something, Joe? No, I mean, you know, Noah pretty much said it. Like, they're they're just a winning culture team. They they know how to do it, especially in the regular season. I mean, I'm I, I'm a little surprised that they're playing this well, but I mean, do I expect them to go far in the playoffs? Maybe maybe win a round, but I don't I don't expect it. And the win okay. the cup, but okay. And that leads us to the Canucks. I mean, I guess you could say the biggest surprise in the league, boys. Um, but then again, I mean, you know, when you got the talent they got up front, it's it's tough. But then again, like they don't have like that much depth if you look at it. But they're the but they're the depth players are performing, and that's what's helping them. And and obviously Thatcher Demko is playing extremely well. But it's really just that top line, man. Epet. JT Mills and Brock Besser. Vancouver can have all their fun right now in the regular season. I don't expect anything in the playoffs. I mean, they are the most regular season team I've ever seen in my life. They have five <laughs> all stars this year, as you said: Miller, Pedersen, Demko, uh, Quinn Hughes, and Brock Besser. I mean, Brock Besser's playing out of his mind right now. He's in the Rocket Richard race. The Rocket Richard would. Uh, <laughs> And Quinn Hughes is, you know, Norris Trophy winner. Nathan Pedersen Pedder, doing his thing. But I, like you said, it's just those guys. Like, I don't see anything from their bottom six. I mean, you, you still got like Teddy Bluger's like putting up points. You know, you got guys like that. Um, like, I mean, the, Dakota Joshua. They're just like, they're just blowing, they're just blowing out teams. And then, and Pew Suter has then, been playing very well as well. Yeah, it's it's fair. It's just like I just feel like, like like they're like in a really comfortable spot right now. Like they're just they just feel like they can score ten goals a night. Yeah, they're they're, like, they're but that's but like comfortable that's just that's not gonna happen in the playoffs. It's like, not. You're right. Like, like I just I can just see them get like get frustrated, like so frustrated, like finally like get shut out or something in a playoff game. And feel like, well, this is and then they're gonna get different. Is I think this team's a little bit more structured for the playoffs. I I've been watching them play a lot lately, and their bottom. Don't get me wrong, their bottom six does not know how to score, but they their bottom six knows how to play defense. Their bottom six knows how to grind and really piss the other team off, like re- four check you hard, give you a late hit after the like after the play. Like they, the bottom six is is, it's not that bad. It is they do not score goals. I think this team is a little bit better than just a regular season team. Like they're going to keep it competitive in the playoffs, whoever they they play. 
And again, I think Demko's a play. They've just been playing great hockey, and I think they're a little bit different than like your average President Trophy winner, which, again, I think they're going to shock a little bit of people, but I, they, they might win a round or two, in my opinion. What do you think, big guy? Um, I mean, I agree on both sides. I think that, you know, obviously the regular season is very different hockey from, you know, the playoffs. I think the style of play and all the teams picks up. Um, so I'm curious to see, you know, what that entails for them. I'm curious to see if they're going to step up to the plate, how their big dogs are going to play, um, in the playoffs, you know, the hitting goes up, every, the intensity goes up, the pressure goes up. So, you know, we got to see if these guys are going to rise to the occasion, the regular season. I mean, look, Boston had the best regular season of all time last year and they got bounced in the first round. So and I, I would argue that they had a better team than what's in terms of depth, goaltending, and everything than Vancouver this year. Um, I think maybe they have a little bit more scoring power, Vancouver, but, you know, that's – it's very slight. But at the same time, I don't know. You just, so do you, you just don't well, know. I guess what my question is, do you, do you think that they're built for playoff hockey is what my question to you is? In this day and age, I think maybe more so than I would say like 10 years ago. Um, I think hitting's gone down a little bit in playoffs. I don't think intensity has, but I don't. I think it's just more of a skill game right now, um, and they play with a lot of speed. But you're definitely going to have to take the body and put some wear and tear on some of those top guys, and I think that's how you get a shot against them is by really just, again, playing the body, wearing them down, um, the more you punish them, I think, the the more holes you'll see in their game. But they're a speed team. I mean, they're built off speed, and that's hard to that's hard to play against. Yeah, I I, I completely agree, and it's going to be interesting. You know, I mean, Dolph, I have a question for you before we wrap up. You there, Dolph? Did we lose oh, you. What'd you say? Sorry, Joe. No, no, I have, I have a question for you because I know. Um, this your boy is on this team, Andre Kuzmenko. Are you? I mean, like, it's like he was a guy who was supposed to step up on this team this year, and he really hasn't taken that step. You know, he was a healthy, they healthy scratched him a lot throughout the season so far. And, but, you know, I will say they have had other contributions up and down the lineup that have helped. But, I mean, do you think that that's going to be an issue for them coming down? He looks hard. Like, he, I'm not even kidding. I, I, I pretty much watch every game that I can. He looks horrible out there. And I, I compared to last year, I, I understand that Elias Patterson did get hurt for a little bit. He still put up 40 goals last year, 39 goals. Dude, he doesn't even have 10 goals this year. And he plays on the first power play. I am watching him play. He doesn't know if he wants to shoot the puck or if he wants to pass it to Elias Patterson. Dude, put the goddamn puck on the net and score a goddamn goal. You don't need to force feed Elias Patterson. He's good alone. Right? He can forecheck with that. He doesn't need the puck on his stick. He's great. Dude, watching him play is so frustrating because he has no – he doesn't know if he wants to forecheck, go for the goal. He doesn't know what he wants to do yet. But I, I do agree he has played better on defense than he did last year. But, oh, my God, he is so frustrating. And they're they're looking to ship him. I, I've been seeing some tweets out there. They're looking to ship this guy. I'm like, why, why are you going to ship this guy? Like, you're you're the first in the league right now. Who, who are you shipping? But I, he, he, I don't know if he's going to turn around. I just don't think so. So what about the team as a whole? You worried? 
Yes and no. Because I know you like this team. But because their bottom six is playing that playoff style of hockey, like they are finishing checks, they are bumping you around, they are they're they're doing what they're doing right for a playoff style. It just I don't know if the offense can score this much like they have been. Because again, the playoff like the hitting has gone down, but like you you can get a lot more with some chippy stuff. Like I think Elias Patterson's gonna get very very frustrated in the playoffs. Like he's gonna. He's going to take an extra lick here and there. Someone's going to poke him in the ribs. So they're going to do a lot of stuff to him, and I think he's going to fall down a little bit. But then I then you go to JT Miller, who's going to do that also to their star player and body you in the paint. You know this team reminds me of? No. <laughs> Panthers of two years ago. Okay. Well, yeah. They just I, I, scored, yeah. And scored and scored and scored. Yeah. Like, I, you know what? I do see it. I do see it. You got a point there. I do see it. They're the President's Trophy Panthers of two years ago. That's what that's, I that's, that's a good they're take. A little bit better. They're a little bit better than that. You think? Yeah, they're they're not putting up ten. Like I'd say they're more complete. Yeah, because defensive more complete team. Yeah, I agree. The Panthers agree. were just putting up ten a game for just no reason. I have no like. I remember for a week straight they read like six, eight, seven. And they put up a, t- a ten piece on someone. I'm like, oh my god. I just don't think Vancouver. It has this is scoring like that. They are scoring, but I think they're a more complete all around team. Yeah, I agree, boys. But uh, look, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. You know, we got a lot to talk about, obviously, in the in the top ten of the league, and you know, a lot of movement going on. But uh, boys, it's been real, and we'll be back with you next week to talk more about what's going on in the league. So until then, stay tuned.